from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, call for council to do more to support local DV organisations, new deputy mayor champions a new library, a real stink over waste odours, renaming Pasali Bridge and Road hits a speed bump, still no decision on the ideal pool temperature while a new pool at Leichhardt is delayed. Also in this episode, council backs the Winter Nationals and CMC Rocks at Willowbank Raceway. Mayor Teresa Harding joins the show following the May meeting of Ipswich City Council. It's Friday, May 20, 2022, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Thanks for joining Ipswich today, Mayor Harding. Oh, thank you all for the invitation. Can we start with the end of the meeting first, where there were five, I think I counted five, notices of motion. Let's start with Councillor Marnie Doyle's motion for Council to develop a domestic violence strategy, a very commendable motion. It even brought a few tears to the Chamber. It did. Um, Council does a lot of work in this this area, whether it comes without working with our community but also internally with our staff as well. So I, I really commend Marnie on a really good notice of motion to develop a domestic violence strategy for in council, which will address how council is addressing domestic family violence within the community and also in our workplace. So um, it was um, a bit emotional, I think. Uh, I think all of us have got stories. Um, unfortunately, when it comes to this, we know people or friends and um I really commend Marnie for this, and it was a unanimously voted motion. The other notices of motion basically covered uh, council's bread and butter, libraries and roads. Are some councillors trying to cut corners with the budget process? After all, libraries aren't cheap. And more importantly, are their actions causing chaos in the administration? Look, I wouldn't say chaos. I'd say that um, we do spend a lot of money on libraries. We spend over $11 million each year out of our $520 million budget. So, um, you know, any, any library is several million dollars um, each and every year. Um, but we do know in Ripley and we do know in Rebecca Plains that what is on offer is not adequate. Um, there's no library at all in Ripley Valley. So, look, I think it was good to get it on the table uh, and for the organisation to start planning on, on how do we get um, a really good library down in Ripley and how do we address, I guess, at Redbank Plains, we've got a, a very small library at Redbank Plains that is not accessible by public transport as well as um, a smaller one as well at, at the Redbank Plaza. So how, what do we do to make sure we have a really good service for, for our residents? I don't want to belittle notices of motion, uh, mm. Mayor. In the last council and previous councils, they were, they were used sparingly, but we're seeing them used more and more in this term of council, are they being used in the spirit or intent of what a notice of motion should be about? Um, look, I have a preference to make sure that we don't have a notice of motion which commits council to a financial commitment, but I guess I'll look at the purse strings because we do have a budget process. But I also believe that we should enfranchise every councillor. So I do encourage every councillor um, to, to put up a notice of motion. I do prefer if they've done uh, know the costing so we can have a good decision. But I guess today we've, we saw a few there that don't have costings, but they will come to us later with costings. Turning to the Merrill Minute at the start of the meeting, it looks like council's turning up the heat on the state to do more over stinky waste operators. What's council's next move? 
Yeah, we passed the mayoral motion unanimously today to, to write a letter to uh, the Health Minister, Yvette Darth, asking her to commission a panel to investigate, uh, have a public investigation inquiry here. Uh, back on the 10th of April, the community held a Stop the Stink rally and the former member of Bundamba, Joanne Miller, was there and she made this suggestion. So I sort of waited a month and, and didn't see any movement. So we've decided that we'll write to the department and, and get them to do a public health inquiry. Item 14.1, which is the somewhat controversial removal of the Pasali name from a bridge and road. Council was about to make a decision on the next steps, but at the last minute there was intervention from Councillor Tully and has put that on hold. What was Council going to try and move forward with at this month's meeting? Look, it's a shame we didn't get the opportunity to discuss the outcomes because we did a, a great deal of community consultation and I think it would have been really good for us to, I guess, also close this chapter on our community as well. So, look, what we're wanting to do is that the community sentiment is for the, the bridge and the drive to be named after an Indigenous word. So I did move a, an amendment for the CEO to work with traditional owners to, to come up with a name that they think is appropriate and I guess will be more appropriate for our city. Unfortunately, we didn't get to discuss the, the motion. It's been laid on the table. I believe that Councillor Tully would like some more information. Moving to the Community Culture, Arts and Sport Committee, the Georgie Conway Pool just can't get out of the spotlight. Still no decision on what the right pool temperature is. It would seem lappers like the current temp, others not so keen. And there's also talk about extending the pool or a new pool at Leichhardt. What are the details there? Yeah, look, obviously the... There's a lot of people who'd like the pool to be warmer and I think it's appropriate to have a, a pool, my personal opinion, would to have a pool that's a little bit warmer for people who are doing rehabilitation or, or seniors and things like that. Um, the current lessee at the Georgie Conway pool is under obligation, um, I think, to spend about $320,000 for an enclosed pool to be, a, I think, a 12 metre by 7 metre pool. And today we discussed, um, has have the DAs gone in, the development applications gone in to build that pool? It doesn't look like it has. So I guess it does take time for these things but it would have been really lovely to um, have something up and running uh, before winter but unfortunately it doesn't look like that will happen. From the Economic and Industry Development Committee it's great to see Council supporting signature events in the city. Willowbank Raceway with the Internationals and one of my personal favourites CMC Rocks. Yeah, that's really great. Obviously, we just had the Ipswich show where Council put um, $45,000 towards that. This weekend, we have the gathering and, and Council do contribute to that. But CMC Rocks and uh, the Winternet are really large you know, national events and we're really quite fortunate to have them here. And it's great for them to stay here, out here in Ipswich uh, despite COVID and, and all the setbacks they've had. So I think people of Ipswich and, and South East Queensland are, are raring to go and can't wait to be part of these events. There certainly has been some setbacks, Mayor Harding. And I know uh, motorsport fans... Uh, of the Winter Nationals and country music fans will be very happy to hear that news. <laughs> what's the latest on the Nicholas Street precinct? Tenancies, cinema, what, what could, what's new? <laughs> well, we announced Zembrero has uh, has been locked in now and it's not a franchise, it's actually the corporate office. So there will be an office, there will be a branch of Zembrero out here in the Nicholas Street precinct and I don't know if you've had them before, but it's delicious Mexican food. So we're quite delighted they'll be joining that dumpling place as well as Gelatissimo and Sushi Hio as well. So, and then and the uh, Commonwealth Hotel. So it's quite exciting. So hopefully in the next four to six weeks, we'll see something there. And I think people are just itching to see more things open up in the Nicholas Street precinct. I know we certainly are in council, but I know that people have switched, love their CBD. They can't wait to come along. And uh, as far as the cinema goes, Alan, uh, we probably won't see anything till uh, you know, March or April next year. Okay, it is dragging on just a little. What about the fences? Have they come down yet in uh, Union Place? No. 
They were supposed to come down a couple of weeks ago, but no, I just noticed uh, yesterday, I didn't see it this morning, they were still up. Can we wrap up uh, this chat, uh, Mayor Harding, talking about the most recent flood? It's still wet. There's more rain on the forecast. What's been the impact on council roads, parks and sports fields to date? Look, it's had a, a pretty big impact. The, the, the massive two rain events um, have had a big impact. We've had... Um, we've still got seven of our 100 sporting um, fields can't be used, and so we're working with the clubs to have alternative arrangements. But it, you know, it's really nice to play at your own field in your own clubhouse. And and on the weekend, I was at the Ipswich Touch um, over at One Mile there, and you know they haven't been able to use their field for some time, and obviously their clubhouse was was uh, flooded as well. So look, council's working with everyone to see if we can help them as quickly as possible. When it comes to roads, obviously we are prioritising where there's traffic. Um, Lobster in particular, the Lobster um, Bridge at One Mile is very highly, uh, is used a lot. So we did prioritise that. We had the engineers out there straight away and that opened uh, yesterday, which is really great to see. Yes, they certainly got onto that very quickly. Uh, Coming out in the news in the last little while, uh, Brisbane City Council is going to put on hold some very major projects Mm. because they've just, just got such a backlog of flood repairs. What's the situation in Ipswich? Look, we obviously discussed uh, the impact of the flood on our, our budget and our capital delivery today at Council. Uh, it is having an impact. Um, so, look, we'll have to see what we can do. There are certainly key works that are being deferred to the next financial year, but we need to see our ability to deliver. It will also depend on how much the state and the federal governments um, provide to us. I know there's a lot of money being thrown around, but um, at the moment we've only received $1 million from the state and the federal governments um, for some work. So we certainly need the state and the federal governments to uh, put up their fair share to you know, help us with our roads, um, our sporting clubhouse, but also help with our residents as well. There's been a lot of discussion about buybacks. We need to have a really serious discussion um, with our community um, on what's possible and how do we make people help people be as safe as possible. Well, we've talked about uh, council-owned facilities and roads and you briefly mentioned residents. Do you have any detailed insight on the progress of repairs for flood-affected residents and businesses? Uh, with the rains that happened on the weekend, we know that no homes or businesses were inundated. So that was, you know, very fortunate. But we do know a lot of people did make, did move because, just in case it did flood. And a lot of businesses also made those provisions. So it's quite tough backing up after only having a flood 11 weeks before. Uh, so look, if anyone needs any help or support, please ring council. We can help, we certainly help facilitate our support when it comes to either housing or um, some counselling or, or in grants and so on. So please feel free to, to call us. We'll leave it there. Thank you for talking again with Ipswich today, Mayor Harding. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And thank you to, to listeners as well. And a reminder, you will find handy links in the show notes, including Ipswich City Council's YouTube channel, where you can watch meetings live and on demand. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music Podcasts. Or play Ipswich Today from smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening.
Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.